Oh God, you're so worthy. You are the almighty God. Creator of all things, we praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. You're so worthy. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive glory. Praise, power, and majesty. You are the king of kings. You were the lamb that was slain. You are the king of kings. The Lord of lords. Master. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. If I could miss it. Just saw myself praying for somebody. Because circumstances, you've had difficulty praising him because of difficulty. You know, I went through a period of time in my life. I loved to, to sing around the house, wake up in the morning, sing. My prayer time, sing. That helps everybody else not have to listen to it, but came through a period of time, didn't even realize it. Many things happened and uh, just quit singing. Just quit praising. So sometimes, you know, it's a as we're singing, he's worthy to remind ourselves. But it wasn't even so much that I, I, I didn't think he was worthy. I just was focusing on all the other things that the enemy came in and stole my song. It just seems like there's somebody here. You've, you know, you didn't intentionally do anything. You've just been weighed down or tragedies happened, something. But it's been difficult. Difficult to praise. And praise is your breakthrough. Praises you so the enemy has subtly kept you from your breakthrough. If that's you, we can miss it. If that's you, come up here. I want to pray for you. I believe there's an anointing that will help you with that breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So I believe he's going to help you. He's going to wash over you an anointing that will help. Help. Whatever it is that's kept you from that. He's going to break that. He's going to wash it away. He's going to wash it away. He's going to release you into a brand new place of praise, which will be your breakthrough. So I'm going to pray over you. And when I pray over everyone, we're going to just sing one more time. And I believe you're going to be able to release that. Don't think about what anybody else is thinking. You, I mean, after we pray, you can go back to your chair if you want to. Make sure you lift up your hands right now to heaven. We're going to just start in that attitude, that surrender, that praise. Praise the Lord. And I believe that by the Spirit of the living God, He's going to wash over you. He's going to give you an opportunity. Your breakthrough is going to come from your praise. He's just going to break off by the anointing the thing that subtly came that restricted that praise or hindered that praise. He's going to wash that off. And then as you believe that, then you're going to begin to praise right after this and breakthrough is coming. So now in the name of the Lord Jesus, I thank you. There you go. The anointing to wash away, to heal and to set free from this that has restricted her and held her back. We break that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
The things that are past are past. The future and the hope that I have for you is grander than you could ever think. If you saw one glimmer of what I have planned for you, your hands would shoot up. Your mouth would release praise. So we break that stronghold of the enemy right now. Oh, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Woo-hoo. Glory to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No more. We take authority over you. Those thoughts, that deception, that lie. In the name of Jesus, we command it to be broken right now. Released unto praise. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we break that now. We release her unto praise. Unto praise. We break that which has restricted it in the name of Jesus. And we release. No more. No more. No more. Breakthrough today. Never hindered again. I love hearing your voice. The Spirit of God says, I love hearing your voice. I love hearing your voice. So praise me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I hear him say, praise comes from the heart. I see your heart. I love it when you praise me. I love it when you praise me. He says, I love it when you praise me because it comes from your heart. It doesn't come from your head. So right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you. The anointing begins at the top of her head, moves all the way over her body to break every bondage. Thank you. It flows in her thinking to break off that which has deceived her and kept her from praising and opens up a release in the name of Jesus. We release her unto praise. In the name of Jesus, we break that which has held her back and we release her unto praise in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord Jesus, there you go, in the name of Jesus, we release her unto the praise Do you. Nothing Nothing. In the name of Jesus, I release her from that lie. Nothing, nothing should keep her from that praise. Thank you, Lord. Breakthrough for her. Breakthrough for her. No more of the discouragement. Ah, Wash her. Wash her. The discouragement. Oh, those things that have hindered. The hurt. The wounds. Healed. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Healed. Healed. It's going to be such a release, but it's also part of the process. So begin to praise. The healing will come more uh, 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 fully. Oh, when you see that, greater, greater praise, greater praise will spring forth. In the name, we release her under that praise. In Jesus, Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. We rebuke every strategy of the enemy to keep her from her place with you. With you. Oh, your praise. Your praise that draws you near unto me. In your own heart. I'm always with you, but in your own heart, praise will draw you near. So released unto praise. Released unto praise. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We release him under that praise. 
whatever's hindered that, whatever's hindered that in his mind and in his heart, by the anointing, we command that to be broken, that without even a thought except of you, he can praise. In a moment, on a journey, in a drive, sitting in a chair, all of a sudden reminded, whoo, God's good. He breaks out in praise. I thank you for his breakthrough today. In the area of praise, we release him. There you go. Unto praise. We release him. Oh, we release him. And in that praise, in that praise, in that praise, there's breakthrough. Those areas that were hindering you that you thought, why am I stuck? Once you break through in praise, you won't be stuck anymore. In Jesus' mighty name. Ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's all praise, praise together. One more time. One more time. Hallelujah. Let's sing this over you right now. We'll sing this and we'll get back to this song. Oh, my praise will be my breakthrough. My song will be my trial. My worship is my weapon. Oh, I praise you, God. I praise you, God. Some praise will be my breakthrough. My praise will be my breakthrough. A song will be my triumph. My song will be my trial. Worship is a weapon. My worship is a weapon. Oh, I praise you, God. Oh, my praise will be my breakthrough. Hey. My song will be my triumph. Oh, my worship is my weapon. Oh, I'll never stop singing your praise. Sing praise will be. My praise will be my breakthrough. My song is my triumph. My song will be my triumph. My worship is my weapon. My worship is my weapon. I'll never stop singing your praise. I'll never stop singing your praise.
moment. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. You're so worthy of praise, worthy of glory, worthy of honor. There's no other one that's worthy of all of our praise, all of our glory, all of our honor. No other one. No movie star, no celebrity is worthy of our praise. You alone, Jesus, are worthy of our praise, glory, and honor, power, and majesty. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness. Thank you for the blood of Jesus shed to redeem us unto God. You paid the price that we could not pay, that we might receive life, eternal life from you, no longer bound in sin, no longer dead in our trespasses and sin, alive unto God, not because of what we've done, but because of what you did in our place, redeeming us, sanctifying us. Thank you, Lord. You're worthy of praise. We glorify you. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here. Presence here. Presence here. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lord. Again, I don't know. Uh, you've been having pain on this side, or like, really, it's just a dullness. It's kind of a pain on this side of your head. Sometimes it affects your eye. Um, if you've been having um, just odd not really pain, but kind of a dull pain, this side of your head. Come up here. I want to pray with you. You can miss it. Just struggling with that on the left side of your head. Anybody at all? Is that you? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. No more. No more. It's just a bother, isn't it? <laughs> just a bother. Yep. 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 Oh, Jesus. Why don't you all stretch your hand out? Lift your hands up to heaven. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in obedience to your direction, Holy Spirit, we release your anointing right now. The anointing goes right to the source of this dull pain, this irritation, this ugliness in her head. Command healing and deliverance from this to take place right now. Every strategy of the enemy at work to keep this going, we break it. We take authority over you right now in the name of Jesus and we release healing power. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Right eye twitching from the left side of your brain. Praise the Lord. Just being able to identify that. If I had a right eye twisting, I'd have trouble figuring it out. It came from the left side. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we stand against this right now. This hindrance. We curse you. That that force is behind that, that physical irritation that creates that. We take authority right now. We bind you and we release healing power, power of God, to set you free, 
command that twitching to stop and the very source of it to be restored. God, we, we curse that which is causing that. In the name of Jesus, we release anointing right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's praise Him. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whew, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Somebody's just been saying, what's next for me, Lord? What's next for me? I don't know what's next for me. He says, don't worry about it. Quit occupying your thoughts with what's next for me. Begin to set all of your attention on me. For in that, you'll find the thoughts that I have for you. And in the thoughts that I have for you, the correction will take place, and therefore the direction will become much more clear. So don't ask simply the question you think that needs to be asked, but put your focus on me. For the answer of any question you might have is found in me. Thank you, Lord. 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 Somebody's having trouble with their jaw right back here. If God's healing that right now. Right back there. Just start moving your jaw around if you've been having trouble with your jaw. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just start moving around a way you couldn't before. It was popping and stuff. It's right back here. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We magnify you. Thank you. You're working in that right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Somebody in their right wrist. Your right wrist has been bothering you. God's healing that right now. Right now. Right now. Ah, just start moving that around. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. You're so good. Your mercy endures forever and ever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for utterance in the Holy Ghost. Thank you for direction. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for everything you'll do in every heart and in every life as you move us forward, as you move us forward, fully equipped for the day that we live in, strengthened, anointed, guided by your spirit, not by our own selfish motives, not by our own might or our own power, but by the spirit of the living God. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
I just have uh, something to it, joints. You know, uh, somebody's joints are very stiff, and I just feel that the anointing is touching those joints, and there's lubrication coming from the anointing. And so just work that out, and God's healing that. And as you work it out, as you praise Him, that anointing will just flow over your joints. And then here's the other thing, um, troubling thoughts. You know, I always get these phrases, bubble, bubble, toil, and trouble. <laughs> and I thought, it's troubling thoughts, you know, and, and the enemy just, just, a, just brings it up like that, bubble, bubble, and then it's coming out of your mouth, the toil and the trouble. And how do you know if you're worrying about something? How do you know if you're consumed with something? How do you know if it's affecting you? Well, we're thinking about it. We're talking about it. And so as we were singing that, I just thought, you got to change it. Got to change it. So as it, as it starts to come out, and it's that, what's wrong? That trouble. Replace it with, I'll sing your praise. Yeah. I'll sing your praise. I'll never stop singing your praise. Yeah. And you might say, well, I'll be doing that all day long. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Do it all day long. Amen. It'll change everything. I'll you, sing Lord. your praise. I'll sing your praise. I'll never stop singing your praise. And then let your song come out. I'll sing your praise because you're touching my family. I'll sing your praise because you're you're moving in my finances. I'll sing your praise because my marriage is changing. I'll sing your praise and let your song come out. Amen. 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 These are the things I have. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So just, you know, a, a thought there. You know, sometimes we think, well, you know, I can't, I just can't stop. I can't stop thinking about that issue. I can't stop talking about it. I can't stop. It just, well, if you, if you, uh, if you don't stop doing that, then you've stopped praising. But the moment you say, I can't stop praising, you'll stop the worry, the bubble, bubble, whatever she said about trouble. And again, God's practical about those things, and God knows. God knows those thoughts come. God knows there's issues. God's, but he's saying, I know that that's there, but I've provided a way. Choose my way over what seems to just come. You think it's natural, but it's really the enemy moving the old nature, the nature of the flesh to, to try to figure it out yourself, to deal with it yourself. He says, if you can click over into praising me, you, uh, 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 you employ divine help, divine help to change your thinking, to change the things that are going on. Amen. Well, look at somebody next to you say, by the authority of God's word, you're not my, you're not my problem. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want to leave you with a, a couple of thoughts here very quickly. We are uh, in such a time, uh, you know, we, we're entering in usually at this, this time of the year, you know. Uh, the, as, as Pastor Tasha said, we have so many graduations of all age groups going on right now. Uh, Memorial Day, making sure that we remember uh, how we got here, the lives that were given for that. And uh, as a church, we're celebrating Pentecost. And uh, Pentecost really came about 
As you read in the book of Acts, it really came about. The Jews were celebrating Shabbat, and uh, that is the uh, celebration of the harvest of the very first harvest of wheat crop or first fruits. It's a celebration of the first fruits. And so they're at the point of that uh, 50 days after Passover, seven weeks after Passover, 49 days, the 50th day, Penta, Pentecost, then that 50th day. So it had fully come. The Pentecost uh, celebration of the first fruits had come. And strangely enough, at that celebration of the first fruit, those 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, comes the first fruits that he proclaimed. That Holy Spirit, that outpouring of the Holy Spirit of God. And we entered into what we refer to as the church age. Uh, The age, now a new beginning, where the age that they lived under the law of Moses had come to an end. The fulfillment of the law, the the death that needed to uh, take place for all to be forgiven took place in Jesus Christ. He shed his blood. Uh, uh, So in doing so, he fulfilled all that the the law had purposed uh, and needed was life given, uh, the life of bulls and goats. Innocent lives had to be offered once a year just to cover our sin and the inability to accomplish the law on our own, on our own. So what was going on there is, you know, man came to the point. God said, I created everything. Uh, a real quick lesson. I know that you know this, but a reminder. Man, man, you know, God gave him everything. He created everything. He said, here's the whole world. Be fruitful. Multiply. Fill it. I've created everything for you. And there's a tree of life in the middle of that garden. And look at everything I've made. It's awesome. You're made to be fruitful. Multiply. Have dominion. I just want to let you know I created you with a choice. And if I don't give you a choice, is pretty mute. And so I've given you everything like this. There's one tree and and just stay away from it. It's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's the tree that will bring you to have to decide whether you're going to go my way or your own way. And so they hung around the tree and they decided to go their own way. And when they decided their way over God's way, sin came in and broke fellowship with God. Once it broke fellowship with God, it separated them from the very life-giving source of God. So God, through the process of time, created the law to save them. But the law, Paul said, showed up that they were unable. In other words, God said, here's the law. Here's really how I created you to live, to live in this fellowship with one another, to live with me, to honor me and to honor others, to, to love me first, to love the people around you. And so really you weren't intended. You weren't created to steal. You weren't created to lie. You weren't created to be selfish. You weren't created for all that. You weren't created to chase after other gods and idols and things be more important to you. You were created to be in fellowship with me and love each other and flourish in that, but you chose your own way. So I'm going to put the original out there and say, if you think you can, try to do this by yourself. And what did it do? Paul said it showed up sin. It showed up that our self, our choice could not actually do it. And once that came clear, I can't do this on my own. I can't, I can't do enough, be good enough to enter back into that fellowship with God. So he sent Jesus. And Jesus broke all the power of that. He paid the price. So one time, uh, uh, an innocent bull goat 
turtle dove, all the sacrifices had to be offered to cover up sin. But Jesus came once for everybody. Not to cover your sin so that every year or every week on Sunday you'd come and go, what a messed up week. Could you just cover me for next week? That's not what church is about. That's dead religion. He said, I've come and I've broken the power of it. I've defeated in the flesh the sin that came from flesh and then ended up dominating flesh. I came in the flesh and overcame it through my death and my resurrection. And because I did, God seated me at his own right hand in a place of authority. And in identification, we are all seated with him in that way. But we live here in this body. And so if we're not careful, we get to that place of, again, religion. I have to try to do all of this stuff right, or I might not go to heaven, or God might not like me, or all these things that come about. And he said, man, why would you return to that struggle? Well, why we would return to that struggle is because we don't understand what happened when he gave us the life of the Spirit and the Spirit was poured out upon us, the church. And we entered into an age where the church would now not live under the law, but they would live empowered by the Holy Spirit of God to live in the fulfillment of what the law was presenting to us that we could, through this empowerment, through this very life and renewed fellowship with God, this intimacy with God, learn to love Him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, that we could love our neighbor as ourself, even though they may not be lovely, we could love them. Why? Because there's something working deeper. And from that love, that inward working, there's an empowerment that comes from the Holy Spirit of God that when we couldn't do it, he can. And so it takes the struggle away. We talk about this many times, you know, in trying to present Christianity. Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. But most of us still live religiously. Thinking, if I go to church uh, so many times, I got a mark, I I got a gold star. If I do certain things, if I act just right, you say, how do you know that? Because whenever trouble happens, you can list a list of things that you've done. And why that shouldn't be happening to you, because you've done everything. It just seems unfair. But see, we just revert back to the law instead of recognizing, instead of saying, why did this happen uh, after I've done all this stuff? We begin to look at what's happening and saying, thank God. It's not based on what I did or didn't do, but whatever I'm facing right now, I have the Holy Spirit. I don't have to cry to a God who's out here somewhere because it's not religion. My God's not out here somewhere that I have to go find him, but he's created the most intimate relationship that was ever known to mankind. He said, I'm going to come at your confession that I paid the price for you to break the wall of separation and sin, the moment you say, I believe that, and I ask you to be the Lord of my life, he said, I'm not going to come stand by you. I'm not going to be out there and say, well, now you just have access to pray to me. He said, I'm going to step on the inside of you. I'm going to create the dearest, closest, most intimate relationship you could ever have. I'm going to live in you. I'm going to express my life through you. 
See, we've taken that and we said, Jesus, be Lord of my life, and I'll do everything that I can after that to serve you so I can get to heaven. And in that statement, we've just reverted backwards to the law instead of saying, thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for renewing relationship and fellowship with me. Thank you for putting your life on the inside of me in the person of the Holy Spirit of God. That I might have that person of the Godhead living on the inside of me. That my spirit unites with the Holy Spirit. That the two of us are one. I don't totally lose who I am, but I gain who I am through the knowledge of who lives on the inside of me. He poured out his spirit that we might live that way, that we might walk that way, that we might not be burdened down by life every single day. I'm just going to read this one scripture. We're going to close. Just, just trust, just have this in my heart, but also the spirit of God ministered how he wanted to today. And, uh, we won't keep you. Matthew chapter 11, Jesus said this. He said, come to me, all you who are labor and are heavy laden. Anybody ever labored and then just got heavy laden? I've just been working and working. About five of you and the rest of you are just not being honest um, <laughs> or not acknowledging. You know what? I've done, I've done this and I've done that and I've tried this and, I, and man, nothing seemed to work. I'm just tired. I'm tired. I look at the world around me. What more can we do? I mean, it just seems like they're putting another thing. What more can we do? I'm just ready to quit. Jesus is saying, wait a minute. Now is not a good time to quit. But if you just try to figure this out by looking at everything around you and figuring out how you're going to make it in your own strength, he said, you're going to wear yourself out and you will quit. He said, but when you get to that time where you feel burdened and heavy laden, when you get to the point of saying, look at everything that I've done. Look at what other people have not done for me. Look at how many times I've showed up and nobody showed up for me. Look at the situation in my marriage. Look at the situation with my kids. Oh my God, I can't even go another day. It's so much to handle. Now I got something going on in my body. The economy. Who can take one more thing? We get to that point even as believers. And he said, what are you doing? Now is not the time to look at all that. And go here in your thinking and go there in your actions. And, oh, I'm going to fix it there. He's not a, he said, it's not that time to think about how you in your own self are going to fix everything. When you're burdened and you're heavy laden, it's time to come to me. To come to me. To come to me. Even as Christians, we forget that. We come, we go through the motions, but we don't just come to him. Here I am. You know I'm burdened and heavy laden. Look at this. And he said, yeah, I, I've seen it. Now let me take all that thought of everything that you've done that nobody's noticed, and let's just throw that away. I know somebody's like, what? Throw it away? <laughs> yep, because it's burdening you down. Let's just get rid of it. And everything everybody else hasn't done for you, let's just throw that away. What? So that's what's burdening you down. When you let him do that, you're like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? But, but what about? But, and he goes, like, let me take that. And if you're standing there in, in, in truly in your heart in his presence and go, yeah, but what about? It's the wonder of the Holy Spirit of God. He leads and guides and teaches us. When we really get serious about it. I've told this before, but there's been issues. There's been times when I just feel like I'm stalled out. Man, I'm rolling with God. All of a sudden, something happens. You know, I know there's a situation of life. You start to just feel stalled out. And uh, I've been praying, God, what's stalled out? And so my initial thing is I must be stalled out, you know, uh, 
Tasha must be stalling us out, you know. Uh, Zane on staff must be stalling us out. Somebody must be stalling us out. You know, whatever those problems or issues. But if I'll stay with it, he'll say, are you done? I just have that, you know. I'm pretty expressive in my own personal time with God um, to tell him what I think about a situation. I don't get obnoxious or anything. I'm just like, this is what I think it is. And I can give you scripture for it. And then it's usually when I'm done, he'll say, are you done? And I'm like, yes, I'm done. But I also know that I have that relationship just personally where I know as soon, if, he, if I ever get that, are you done? He's about ready to help me. <laughs> help me. And I'm so glad for that. Because what I'm telling him, I don't know. I, I, here's what I think has got me hung up. But I'm standing with him to say, I'm burdened down by this and I don't know. And so I express to him, this is what I think. Um, what do you think? And one day I'm going to get right on. I'm going to go, this is what it is. I'm, I, I, here's what I'm doing. And I just need, and he's like, all right, you focus on the right thing. We, we're, we got a chance. But usually I'm always looking outward. He says, let's just take that away. Let's clear all that out. Now let me show you where this all started. What you allowed into your thinking, what you allowed into your heart, what you allowed out your mouth. And let me take that away from you. And then you get to that place of repentance of like, wow, wow, you're right. I never should have said that. I never. I remember one time, you know, Tasha and I were having uh, a little bit of some tr struggle. And I had pretty much figured it out. You know how most of you figure it out. If somehow I could just figure out how to explain to her what she needed to take care of here. And so, you know, since I, I didn't have figured out exactly how to express that to her, I was expressing it to myself. I know none of you have probably ever done that. It's called self-talk. So when there would be a little bit of friction, I would walk out and go, she is doing this and she's doing that, and if she fixed this and if she didn't do that, and we'd be a lot better if she didn't. And I could not figure out why we were getting nowhere. So I said, what's going on here? I need your help, Holy Spirit. You're the helper. I need your help. And he said, uh, do you really want help? He usually doesn't say that. But I must have been in a bad spot. Do you really want help? And really what I wanted to answer was, no, I want you to help her. But I thought we'd give it a whirl. Yes, I want help. He said, then get a hold of your, your thoughts and your self-talk. Because your self-talk is keeping you from seeing what's really going on. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even think I was talking to myself that much. Seriously, I'm just being honest. But after he told me that, I thought, man, every time friction started, I knew what I wanted to say, and I had to catch myself. And cast those thoughts down. And I, he had to help me. I'd say, help me. But he's the helper. And he helped me. And as soon as I got a hold of that by his wisdom and by his power, I had breakthrough. I had breakthrough. He's the helper. He's the helper. When Jesus said, come to me, he meant it. He meant it. Come to me. 
I know exactly what's burdening you. I know exactly what's making you want to quit. I know exactly why you're tired. So if you'll come to me, I'll release you of that. And I'll unhook you. I'll shatter by the anointing what you yoked yourself to by a commitment in finances, by a commitment in your thought life, by being worried and struggling. You've yoked yourself to something. And by the anointing, I'll shatter that yoke. And if you'll allow yourself, I'll yoke you to me. And he said, if you're ready to learn how to live through this situation by watching me, by letting me show you, he said, you'll go through this and it'll be easier than you ever thought. He didn't say there wouldn't be any burden. He said, my burden's light. My yoke is easy. Why? Because when we're yoked to him, we're yoked to his power. We're yoked to his power. And all of a sudden, you start finding out, I'm going through things. When I come unto him, when my prayer life, my praise life, my, my reliance upon the Holy Spirit is active, I find out I'm going through things bigger than I ever went through before. Yet at the same time, I feel like I made it through easier than ever before. And so I can praise him. Praise him. Amen. We're celebrating Pentecost Sunday where the helper was poured out. Then he said, go wait in Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high, power to be witnesses of me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and into the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen? And so we just get to that place where we worship him. We worship him. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we magnify you. We glorify you, Lord, for all that you're doing, all that you've done. Thank you for ministering to every heart and in every life. Thank you, Lord for your goodness. I ask you to touch every heart and life. Thank you for what you have done for those who needed prayer today. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. But I also thank you. You'll not leave everybody else out. She'll touch their heart today. Just with this short word that they'll come unto you, allow you to release them of the burden. What's weighing them down? that they'll see a renewed union with you, that you'll teach them concerning those situations how to walk it out without becoming so burdened down, so tired, so weary, but energized by the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish all that you have called us to do. All of the facets of our life, you know all of them. You instruct us, you guide us, you keep us. You help us to understand if we've taken on too much and what to offload. If we're just getting weary by our own strength to empower us, to do what's necessary, to go beyond our own ability into places that only we could go with you and with your help. Help us to not desire to even go there without you going with us. So I ask you to minister to every heart and in every life that which you know they need today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Well, before we go, we want to uh, take just a moment and uh, pray for Casey and Amy Dunlap. They have been with us for many years. I take a risk here. I, don't, I can say it like this. They've been with us since they were in high school. And, so, uh, uh, and, and since high school, God ministered to them. They both felt like they wanted to go to Bible college. And God uh, 
said no, and they went to our Bible school. They graduated from our Bible school and have felt called of God. And we've had many conversations. They've been faithful. They've served here in a number of different areas, finding, you know, finding their place, fulfilling the vision, looking at this place and that place. But always there seems like there's something that they're working to. I believe that really, you know, even before we pray for them, this kept coming up. I was thinking about it today. God has prepared them for the place that he's prepared for them that they're ready to go and occupy that place and not be occupied by it. It'll be different, it'll seem like, and the chance to be overwhelmed and occupied will be there, but they'll be ready to do that because they've taken time. They've waited on the Lord. Uh, Other times when anybody else might have just run off, they said, you know what, we want to run off, uh, but we just can't. We're waiting. We're waiting till we have a clear signal. And so, you know, last November we were in Salt Lake City. I went there to ordain uh, uh, Natalie and Jeremy. Uh, and uh, Casey and Amy are friends with them, happened to be up there, and we saw them up there at the service. It was good. They're friends with them. Uh, Tasha and I got on the plane to come home, and uh, I looked at her, or she looked at me. Uh, Whichever, she knows when I get home, it'll be the right order, but one way or another. Anyway, together we looked, and we said, you know, Casey and Amy, uh, it just seems like they're going to move up here and uh, help them. And so we got a call probably that same week. Said, can we go out to dinner? We said, yeah. And they sat down, and uh, we were wondering what they were going to say, even though we had a sense. And they said, you know what? We believe that God's calling us. They explained it a little bit more in how uh, really God had just called them to go up there and help them. Uh, And Jeremy and Natalie, first Sunday in March, became full-time pastors of New Creation Church in Salt Lake City. And so uh, they're, they're just getting rolling in their pastorate. And I um, uh, believe God's called Casey and Amy and Liam. He's going to. He's a part uh, to help New Creation Church Salt Lake and, and Pastor Jeremy and Natalie in uh, moving forward in what God's called them to do in reaching the people of Salt Lake City and beyond. And so, uh, you know, these are always kind of, as they say, bittersweet moments in the fact that, you know, uh, they're going to be leaving here, but also super sweet and exciting to see them ste- step into the next place that God has for them and believe, I, I truly believe that today as we pray them out, there's going to be an increased anointing uh, come upon them, a grace to step into that place and fulfill that. And we believe, I believe that in part because they, they've seen things here and uh, Really, the call on them was much the same as when we came here. And so I believe that there will be an anointing that we can pass on to them that will cause them to step into that, that place. So why don't you come up here? We want to pray for you, send you out. They're connected. Our, the churches are connected uh, so vitally over time and in relationship. And so they're not running off somewhere else. It's just really start part of the family. Uh, they're just going out to help another part of the family. Amen? Praise the Lord. So why don't you stand up, stretch your hands out here as we pray for them. Father, we thank you so much in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God, for gifts and callings, gifts and callings of God, the gifts and callings. I thank you, Father. There's a stirring up of gifts. There's a growing of gifts, maturing of things that you've placed on the inside. And I thank you for their patience, their endurance, to allow the gift to be further developed, to be matured for this moment in time. I thank you, Lord, as we pray for them. We send them off believing that the anointing and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, will come upon them for this very 
hour, this very time that they're stepping into. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, I see that. You're stepping through, stepping through over a threshold that certainly there's location. It's like stepping out of one location into the next. But in seasons of time, as God sees them, you're really stepping over a threshold into a different season of time. And even where this time there's been much time to develop, you're stepping over into a season of time that God will begin to accelerate some things. He'll begin to accelerate some things. So if it seems like all of a sudden, whoa, there's a demand, there's things picking up pace, don't let your heart get anxious. God says, I'm speeding some things up. Where you were able to sit back, learn, question, look at, now you're going to have eyes on, and it's going to be accelerated. And so don't allow the acceleration to, to, to get into your mind and trouble your mind. But as it accelerates, make sure you look down on the inside. For it's the Spirit of God that's working in you. He's the one that knows time is accelerated. And He knows how to operate and function with grace in this acceleration that's within time. So Father, we thank you right now. We pray for them. Lay hands Casey, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, we ask you to impart to him the things that are necessary, strength, God, the endurance. I thank you, wisdom, wisdom coming to him, wisdom coming to him, supernaturally. He knows some things, knows some things you've shown him, known some things from working in the natural. But I thank you that, that what you've shown him and what he already has learned in the natural will come together. It'll be enhanced It'll be a, a, a clearer, a clarity of some things. Even some things that he feels like he knows, but they're not clear. They'll come clear. Clearer and clearer. So I thank you, Father. He'll come on situations. He'll come into conversations. And he'll know what to say. And he'll know what to do. Because he's already been prepared. He's already been there, so to speak. In time. In time with you. In experience. It'll look different, but he'll know. I've already been here. I know what to do. I have the wisdom of God. So we thank you. We thank you. We release into him things that are needed for this next place. In the name of Jesus, we pray for Liam. God, what you have for him. New relationships, new things, new city, new time. I thank you, God. You give him that anointing, that patience, that understanding. God, just equipping him. It'll be so smooth, smooth. Where it could be trouble, it'll be smooth for him. Smooth for him. Strengthen him for this move. New relationships and friendships just coming easy. Coming easy. And they're the right ones. Keep him growing. Keep him built up in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Pray for Amy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for developing, even to a greater measure, all that you've worked within her. I thank you, Father. I thank you. I thank you. Yep, yep. Such a good foundation. Such a good foundation. Such a good foundation. Foundations are made to build on. Foundations are things that people uh, lean on for support. So as people begin to see you as new and get to know you and start to lean on some things, don't let that be a problem. You already have a foundation. A foundation. A strength to hold up. The emotions may say we don't know, but the Spirit will say that's exactly why you're here. You're here. You're a support. You're a support. A strong support. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we send them out with grace. 
We send them out with love. As they travel right now, we command angels to guard round about them. Head to toe, top to bottom, side to side. Every vehicle they get in, everywhere they go, every person they confront, angelic protection. We thank you, God. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for utterance, God. Everything they need to step into this place and shine as a bright light, be a supernatural help and strength that the kingdom of God would be increased right there in Salt Lake. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll give them a hand. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I better give you a hug. I might not. Probably will give you another one later. But I get a hug. Praise the Lord. I'm going to miss that. He's turning into a, a young man, Liam, but um, he used to see me different places. His grandmother took him to, uh, I don't know, I was, they were outside of Starbucks. I pulled into Starbucks uh, in Rifle. I was just walking across the parking lot. All of a sudden, I hear, Pastor Mark, Pastor Mark, Pastor Mark, Pastor Mark. I'm like, where is that coming from? It was Liam in the car yelling, Pastor Mark, Pastor Mark. It's like, wow, that's awesome when uh, you hear that somewhere just out in, in public. Amen? So, um, you know, as uh, they're getting ready to go, if God just puts on your heart uh, to, to give them a little financial help on their way, uh, traveling and stuff like that, you all know how to give a Holy Ghost handshake, don't you? So you can do that while you greet them and hug them and, and bless them. And, uh, you know, just keep them in your heart. When, when you see a Sunday and you're like, what? where are they? Oh, they're in Salt Lake. Just keep lifting them up in prayer. Uh, great things are happening there. They're going to be a great part of the church growing, flourishing, and being an increase. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, thanks. Uh, a lot of family time, a lot of ministry today. Thank you for being patient. Say this as we go. What God did in Christ Jesus far exceeds any damage done to me by Adam's fall. You can be dismissed. Make it a great day.